Welcome back, friends, to the space between the dots. Thank you Hello. again. My name is Alex Scott. With me, as always, is Paxton Rodriguez. Paxton, how are yes. you? Yes, you know, uh, I've been better and I've been worse. Uh, it's been a, it's been quite the week. Um, turbulent yeah. times. Turbulent times. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we're going to confess. I think we have we have some sins that we need to air out, which we is must the, atone to our. Uh, we uh, we are we are not sure. Uh, what there is to say about a lot of a lot of the content on these albums, but we're we're going to find a way to uh, to please you, um, uh, much like Al Green would if he were given the chance. Uh, believe, <laughs> I believe you I'm, me. I'm sorry, that he, was bad. He'd do his he'd, he'd do his best. He'd give it his all. He's um, a man on a mission. He is an attentive uh, lover. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're just going to start with yeah. our first album is uh, Al Green's 1972 soul classic. Uh, I'm still in love with you. So for those who don't know, Al Green, also known as the Reverend Al Green. Um, baller nickname, it's by the way. It's a baller name. The Reverend. Incredible. That's great. great. Um, he's an American singer, songwriter, and record producer. He is best known for, uh, you know, he had, he had a couple of... Uh, uh, big hits uh, in the late 60s, but really he hit his prime, like a lot of soul acts did uh, in the early 70s. In the early 70s, the man was on a, mi- on a mission. The Reverend, the Reverend, please. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a couple of good hits in the in the early 60s, but he releases Al Green Gets Next to You in 71. That has a couple of hits, Tired of Being Alone, I'm a Ram, so on and so forth. He releases Let's Stay Together in 1972. The title track is a classic. The title track is the most overused uh, American Idol, uh, The Voice, <laughs> karaoke bar, uh, you know, benchmark. Uh, please leave it it's alone. It's a staple. You got to retire it. On, only yeah, Al. We, we got to ha- hang it to the rafters if possible. Um, followed by I'm Still in Love with You, which uh, obviously we're going to be discussing today. And then uh, culminating with... Uh, his his uh, his masterpiece, Call Me, in 1973. Uh, and then he sort of put a stamp. He puts a stamp, and this is really one, two, three, four, five uh, big albums in the really? early 70s. In the span of three years. Perhaps. And he puts a stamp on it with uh, Al Green's greatest hits in 1975. And uh, oh, people, yes. uh, people had a lot of children to that greatest hits album. So <laughs> you have really to just, assume, right? He... He was in the game for a short period of time. He was he was there for a good time, not a long time. And, he was uh, like he was like the Chris Bosch of the of the soul game. Absolutely, yes. He was he was he the Bo there, Jackson. He, he, was, he was the Bo Jackson. He, he was there was potential, and and he was. I'm a, but I'm going to say something controversial here. Um, Bo Jackson overrated. You could you could disagree with me if you want. Al Green is the best soul singer to be born in Forest City, Arkansas. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. I I don't think you're going to have much competition. Um, I, I would agree. Yes, he's usually considered the uh, the father of of Southern soul and its its most uh, prodigious student. Um, yeah, 14th greatest singer of all time, according to Rolling Stone. Also, the Critics. 65th greatest. Artist of all time, candy setter honors, Grammy awards, a, a ten Grammy awards, ten competitive Grammys. So the man's the man's got a, got a resume. And now we come to this album, 1972. Um, 
several big hits off this album. Uh, I'm still in love with you. The title track, uh, look what you've done for me, love and happiness, um, for the good times. So this album was released and it was immediately met with a claim that praised its production. It's sort of smooth, easygoing, uh, arrangements and vocals. And, uh, yeah, he made, uh, he made, uh, I, I believe, I think I read that this was described as a makeout music for the gods. So I suppose that's the best way we can sum as this if up. Zeus needed an excuse to. Uh, yes. Yes. I, I don't know if they were referring to the, to the, to the, uh, to get to the Greco Roman pantheon, but who else, who else? The, the Egyptians maybe. I don't know. No, I'm sorry. No. Okay. Okay. Um, we begin oh, this album. Start. Yeah. On a good note, yeah, the, the title, title track, track is good. Uh, I'm folks, still in love with you. Cash. Just Al Green. It's it's everything you want from a reliable, dependable Al Green, like a Ford F-150, <laughs> will will get the job done. He opens it up, opening up with the title track. In my opinion, always a risky move. Yes, because because if it if it's a blunder, then yeah, then people are going to be like, oh, is this is this as good as it gets? Uh, yeah, and uh, so he, he 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 pulls off something beautiful here. Uh, he, he has you hooked. Yes, the first song, "I'm Still in Love with You," uh, which is the, no, the same. No th- the same thing I I said when uh, after the election was called, uh, John King from CNN. Uh, oh no! Dissolved and ascended to the heavens, and bid us farewell for 24 months. Is I, John I, King I, alive? Is somebody checking on him? Can someone, please, that man did not rest for five please. straight days. That man is having haunting nightmares of the magic map. He's, he's got calluses on his index finger from, you know, checking just out Miracle out, Count so many times. The outline of Georgia is just flashing red and blue in his mind. And he doesn't know when it's going to end. He gets home and his wife is like, honey, is everything okay? And he's just like reciting all the counties in Georgia to himself. <laughs> and how many percentage points Joe Biden is leading by? No, I'm convinced that they like, they like preserved him. They're preserving him in like formaldehyde for the next oh, two yeah. years. And then they're going to take him like out of the vat. He like and... falls asleep in his suit in in a cryo chamber standing up like a horse <laughs> exactly <laughs> like they've put him to sleep and he will rise and he only has one mission man the magic <laughs> maps there are two of them two magic maps i'm glad you're mine by al green uh second track <laughs> yes, on the album second track on the album solid Solid um, the love and happiness, and that's where like Al he was he was doing all right so far. But this is Al Green. This is where he, he begins to ascend. He uh, he starts to he, he starts, starts to climb, rack up. He starts, he starts climbing the stairs. Those all first team nominations. Absolutely no. Um, love and happiness is a banger. It's the best song on this album. I will pretty clearly say. Um, it's a groove. It's just it's got a good guitar riff. It's got some good brass. It's just got one like a like a groove that you just bob your head along to. It's a it's a banger. And that like frankly, I'm a little bit disappointed. Like the the premise of this show is that we're gonna, you know, talk about music and we're and we're gonna dunk on a lot of it, like Ed Sheeran, like in the airplane over the sea. Like Bob and, Dylan. Like Bob Dylan. And that's why I'm so frustrated with Al Green right now, because he just he gave us a very solid, dependable album. 
He gives us a very good album. There's yeah. no compl- I have no complaints. There's nothing for me to no. make fun of. In fact, I'm just really going to say that, you know what? The four best songs on this album are Love and Happiness, What a Wonderful Thing Love Is, which is a very nice banger, or ballad, banger, banger ballad, and then For the Good Times, which is just a, he just, he's young, just. He uncorks. He uncorks something special. special. <laughs> You know, it's like when he goes, he, it's like you go down to the wide cellar and it's like, oh, oh, folks, that's the 1829. He's, folks. he's, he's folks, preparing. For that's something. a Napa Valley special. Yeah. <laughs> it's a vintage release. Jesus Christ. Just yeah, um, like he's for the good times it's, is great. It's the fifth inning and he needs this strikeout. And on for the good times, he, you know, reaches back and, and hits a hundred miles an hour. Just unbelievable. <laughs> Look what you've done for me. It's fine. One of these good old days. Solid. Also fine. Uh, um, this was my, a this was a really good album. That's really all I gotta say. Like it's nine songs long, and four of them slap. I, uh, the I, other I believe... five are all good. I don't really think he doesn't have a whiff on this album. Where I was like, this was just disgusting. I uh, I I agree. I I made the uh, the remark that this is sort of the type of music I would want to listen to in the bathtub. Uh, and I think that's correct. I uh, I will stand by that. Yes, I I, I think wine, you impaired it. Yes, where or like, and then, like maybe a cigar. Uh, I've never actually smoked a cigar, but I have to assume that uh, this would be good music to smoke a cigar to. Yeah, I I, also, I would agree. I think I think yes. It, the, this if if you know how like you know oh this this would go well with you know a nice a nice uh, Chianti. No, this like if, if we're gonna do pairings, if we're doing pairings. This this is this is a white wine album. A white wine, definitely, absolutely. What what concerns me about Al Green is that like everything in the you know all these beautiful beautiful love songs, but like there's this sort of subliminal energy where Al Green is singing and and everybody who's listening knows like he he could steal your girl at any moment, and there's nothing you could really do about it. No, at I the drop at the, at the drop of the hat. At the drop of a hat. Al Green could, on your wedding day, basically just walk into the chapel, walk down the aisle, and pretty much just take your place. And uh, and you and would not really. Nothing, like, you can't object, can no, you? No, I was gonna say you wouldn't really have a right to complain. No, even your not. even your parents would be like, yeah, well, what can you do? On onwards to the next one, I suppose. You just gotta leave. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The other thing is, you might go, okay, well, it's been a long time. Well, he's still alive, folks. I mean, look, Marvin yeah, Gaye is if you, dead. If you, if you Marvin think you're Gaye safe. is dead, and and when he died, you know, okay, maybe you breathed a sigh of relief. But you, <laughs> you forgot about Al, folks. Just imagine, like, you tuned into the radio and it's like, "Dead tonight at 44, Marvin Gaye," and like some guy just screamed, like, "Yes, thank God!" Close one. Oh my. Like is it like the day before his girlfriend was like, I think I saw Marvin Gaye down at down at the bistro, and immediately it's like, oh no, not like this. And then Marvin Gaye senior saw Marvin Gaye pulls out the Glock. Saw Marvin Gaye having tapas. It was. <laughs> I think I saw Marvin Gaye at a Red Lobster. I, I was. I, I wasn't. Oh, anyways, he's he's dead now. So. Uh. But but Al. But but Al is still out there roaming the streets. 
Like, he's born in, born in Forest City, Arkansas, but, like, realistically, he could be anywhere in the continental United States right now. So if you're listening to this in the States... Or everywhere at the same time. Lock your door. Jeez, or I think it's a polar bear warning up north. <laughs> Al Green oh. will come for you, and, and, and he takes no prisoners. He takes wives. We have spent uh, about three minutes discussing that Al Green... Uh, could steal your girl, and I, I think that was fair. Um, but I think we we should we should uh, probably move on. Yeah, good, very good album, very good album. Definitely listen to it if you're if you're into some uh, some classic soul because it 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 earns its status. I will say, how about that? Good album. Um, the Smiths, the Smiths, the Smiths, the Smiths are uh, nineteen eighty six uh, album. The Queen is dead. Um, so the Smiths were a sort of. Uh, Indie, post-punk, early alternative rock band formed in the early 80s, consist- consisting of uh, their lead uh, vocalist and songwriter, Morrissey, who has uh, been in the news uh, for all the wrong reasons over his life. Um, consistency is key. Uh, and a couple of other guys. Um, they're considered one of the most uh, sort of important early British indie acts um, and were largely influential on later acts in the 90s. And the 2000s, REM, Oasis, The Strokes, The Killers. I mean, All the bands you hold dearest. Everybody who is anybody in the alternative game uh, loves the Smiths. Uh, and this is their 1986 album, The Queen is Dead. Uh, widely considered uh, their best album. Although I'm sure uh, there'll be a couple of uh, soft boys who will let us know that it's actually, yeah, you know, wrong. 19, you know, it's actually, uh, it's actually Meat is Murder. Or uh, is that an actual album? I'm yes. Uh, I I couldn't tell you frankly uh, when that. When did Meet His Murder? 1985. Is the album preceding this? Anyways, um, <clears throat> Queen is Dead, third album. Uh, it was also a commercial success. It peaked at number two on the UK albums chart. Uh, it was named the 218th greatest album of all time by none other than the boys themselves at Rolling Stone. Um, they really, they have NME it. named it the greatest album of all time in 2013. It's the GOAT. The, the, Number the, one. The pinnacle. The top of the mountain. This is a, as good as it gets. Um, yeah. This, this album is a, a source of great pain for me. Uh, because coming in, I was, I was not happy. Um, I, was, I was making fun of the Smiths. I uh, I thought this album was gonna suck. I had come in with my mind made up, like this sucks. This is gonna suck. And then I I listened to it, and uh, and I sort of feel like I've I've betrayed betrayed everybody here. Uh, this is a really really good album, and I hate myself for saying that. I uh, I I sort of feel like when Doctor Octopus starts using his powers for for evil instead of good. Uh, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> regarding the queen is dead like i've 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 turned the corner from trying to help people to trying to take over the the bronx as if like dr octopus like his 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 eyes were just set on the bronx only the once you you gave him the bronx he was he was gonna commit to a to a peaceful nomadic lifestyle just gonna gonna roam the american pastoral that's all he wanted He just uh, wanted the, he just wanted, he just wanted the rib shack north of Tribeca, folks. He's a, <laughs> he's a good man. Okay. 
Just one um, of the 122nd Street Arby's location, all to himself. There's always a line of Waffle House on the on the on the corner of Third and Eighth. Anyways, Third um, and Eighth would that not be in Lower Manhattan? Anyways, that's uh, you're correct. Anyways, yeah, not uh, like not, not a show to go. Anyways. Not not a show to go to for uh, New York geography. I'm afraid. Sorry, folks. Anyways, we hate to let you down like this. <laughs> I know, I, we know what you come to us for, and sometimes we don't always deliver. We can do better, and we apologize. Um, Anyways, you, title track again. Uh, it's solid. Good. Yeah, it's good. Good. It's good. Um, it's a, fra- frankly, Mr. Shankly, which is the uh, it's the Maxwell Silver yes. Hammer of this album, where like it's good, but also it's so weird. It's atrocious. So weird. Yeah. No, it's and, and my thing with frankly, Mr. Shankly is. Uh, I think what sets it apart from Maxwell Silverhammer is Paul McCartney does not end Maxwell Silverhammer with a bad fart joke. Um, but maybe he ought to have. I think we got to no, look I at don't think so. I, don't think so. I think this. I think these are the intangibles that set you apart. You know, in the all-time rankings. Um, and, uh, then I think we get into the two best songs in the album, in my opinion, which are yeah, "I Know see, It's I Over" and "And Never Had No One Ever," which I think we both can agree are good. I just thought they were pretty clearly the the peak of the album. I know it's over is when Morrissey has had his wife stolen by Al Green. And uh, all you could do is is move on. It's over. Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah. After uh, after I know it's over, we had never had no one ever. I also thought that was very good. And then we move to. I'll, I'll let you uh, take it over from here because yeah, so, I'm going to be honest with you. After never had no one ever, this album uh, careened in into a ditch. Uh, see, I, uh, I off the I-40, and com- com- uh, it was stranded up. outside it of Tulsa. It may have gone into a ditch, but, but it sprouted wings and it flew. <laughs> so you get Cemetery Gates, which has a typo in the title. I don't know why. Um, it's it's awesome. Uh, very catchy guitar riff. Uh, from the get-go, uh, one thing I really love is that he talks about having uh, Keats and Yates on your side. Uh, and he's talking about philosophers, but really the way he says it sort of makes it sound like he's in a like a local ambulance-chasing law firm. And it's like, if, if you have been injured, call Keats and Yates, the cemetery gates. And they're on your side. <laughs> Then we moved to Big Mouth Strikes again. Uh, again, I wasn't crazy about it. You were quite fond of it. I thought it was pretty funky. Uh, I mean, of course, you hear Big Mouth, and I think about that terrible Netflix show. So that's a shame. Yes, which uh, is which is not good. It's really um, not what you want. Uh, don't watch it. I'm I'm willing to overlook that. And even then, the the boy with the thorn in his side. I'm like, yeah. I have no problem with that. The Smiths, I, I, I'd like to apologize to Morrissey, to the Smiths, to, I guess, R.E.M. and Oasis. You guys were right. To Rolling Stone. For once, the critics, I can agree with them. Not not to Enemy, though. This this is not a... No, this is not the greatest album of all time. It's not Turnstiles, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it is pretty solid. <laughs> it's not the jazz soul of Little Stevie, but it, it like, puts up its best Is show. it combat rock? No. But few no. things are. Few things, thank God. Um, Vicar and a tutu, we both agree, bad, bad. Yes, bad. Bad I, uh, I don't know what they were going for, but it, <laughs> it missed. Didn't work. 
There is a light um, that never goes out. Sort of sounds like it should be a better song than it is. Like that's a pretty good title. Uh, yeah, and also like it was one of the it was it was the biggest hit hit off of this album, if I'm not mistaken. So it should really be better like it. than it is. He still, I mean, his singing is nice. The music is just underwhelming. And then, do you want to talk about the final song? Yeah, we need to discuss the final song. The final song is called "Some Girls Are Bigger Than Others," uh, and it's got six verses. Uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit of a bit of a lengthy song. Some songs uh, are bigger than others, and um, it. Six verses. Four of them are. Sorry, some girls are bigger than others. Some girls are bigger than others. Some girls' mothers are bigger than other girls' mothers. That is sixty-seven percent of this song, folks. It is. It is terrible. Like I've never. He, he's not wrong, but he's stating the obvious. It's like if you've ever written an essay and a professor has like gone back and like, well, I agree with the thesis, but it's frankly, it's just uninteresting. My, my thesis here is that Atticus Finch was a good man. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah. Okay. Okay. okay I guess. Look, say what you will about Jay Gatsby. That man was loaded. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> I agree. We're um, back to New York. Long Island's finest. Yeah, we're we're back to Jay Gatsby. We're, we're, we're right back. To, I, yeah, my thesis is that uh, you know John King can count. Oh, okay. Well, well, we we've, we've seen that time and time again. Macbeth probably shouldn't have killed those guys, but hey, that's just me. You live. In, that's just the business. Um, <laughs> Look, when you want to be king, the king must die. Yeah. So he makes he makes uh. He he spends again, you know, the opener on an album is important, but so is the closer. It's the you know, it's the last sort of taste in the mouth. And some girls are bigger than others is just atrocious. I mean, like, does he think he's because he he does write some pretty profound lyrics, even if I don't think the songs always make their mark. And and after all this sort of philosophizing, uh, this is the normative statement. Body <laughs> positive Morrissey. I have no problem with that. I, there's no positivity. You know, he doesn't say, "Well, some girls are bigger than others," you know, and that's okay. Like he doesn't like you know, like he doesn't have like clearly a clearly okay with it. It's it doesn't need to be said. No, it, and, he's he's making a, he's making a neutral. Op- I hope he's no, look. We, no, we know who we, we know who Morrissey is, and I, I he's not a good person. It's and, his social commentary uh, in the truest form. We know who Morrissey is, and he's he's not a good person, and so. Yeah, I don't think he's a, a body positive man's. Um, you are probably right. Well, that that concludes the Smiths album. Um, final, final thoughts. It's okay. It's I thought okay. it was really good. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying that. Everything you're I hold gonna, dear has been taken you, away from me. You're gonna have to look in the mirror and uh, and live with this. Um, I feel like Kevin as, Durant. Signing with the Warriors, like I've like you taken the your, like your legacy has been tarnished. <laughs> I feel like I've lost all credibility. Um, we now uh, move to Animal Collective. Animal oh, Collective, yeah, the experimental uh, pop uh, freak folk, uh, electronic freak folk is such a terrible genre. <laughs> it's not good. It's not um, good. Electronic group. Do you think there's like a serious XM freak folk station I can listen to, like in the high two hundreds? Um, formed in Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, that was the warning sign. Like I did, a, I didn't do a lot of research. I'm, I'm not Paxton. Uh, 
but I saw they were from Baltimore and immediately like warning bells start going off because you're like, there's no way there's a good like electronic pop punk band from Baltimore, right? And the answer is no, 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 there's not. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, for, first of all, uh, it, it should be mentioned that uh, this is uh, this is uh, mentioned. This is named after like a real location, the the Meriwether Post Pavilion, which is a, a Columbia, Mar- Maryland venue. Okay, so not, it's not an iconic like, location. Not only are they from Baltimore, but the album is named after a, a you know an outdoors stage in Maryland. Anyways, um, Look, all I'm saying. I think it's also important to note that here are the stage names of the members of uh, Animal Collective. We have A.V. Tear. That's not a real name. That's the stage name. He like he had all the time in the world to come up with any stage. A.V. Tear could have picked anything. Um, Panda Bear. (laughs) Deacon, but spelled D-E-A-K-I-N. And then (laughs) that's my favorite. No, and then G. Geologist. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, do you think geologists? Because we, we have to keep in mind Baltimore. Ball. We know where Maryland is in relation to Washington, yeah. D.C. Is is yeah. geologist uh, the significant other of the uh, lead character in Jake Tapper's fictional novel? Is that the that, Hellfire this is Club? A terrible segue, but do you want to talk about it? We the yes right now before we get in okay so uh, yes. we've discovered as I'm sure what do we save it for the end you know folks, folks okay especially at, at the end stick around stick around we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk more about the election but like in a completely non-serious way um anyways this album came out in 2009 sold two hundred thousand copies notable if I may Joe Flacco is drafted by the Baltimore Ravens in 2008. One year later, this album is released. That can't be a coincidence. I don't think so. Um, I I think they saw Joe Flacco get drafted and immediately were like, this guy's an elite quarterback. We've got to live up to that somehow by making just a mediocre album. <laughs> 200,000 copies. Uh, its sound has been cited as influential to a lot of subsequent popular mu- music groups. Uh, the song My Girls was named the best song of the year by both Pitchfork and Slant. So uh, clearly, uh, some clout. Um, Just a little it bit. Was, uh, it was uh, it was given a five five out of five by All Music. The L.A. Times gave it four and a half stars, and Pitchfork a nine point six. So Pitchfork are just sluts for the high rating. They will they will give anything a high rating. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Like they they dial it up, and like once they get past seven, like they are they are building to a climax. Yeah, it's either like a, it's either two and a half stars or five. There's no in between. There is no in between. Um, yeah, I'll, I, I think we. I think this album sucks. I'm gonna be honest with you, I, uh, but Alex does not. So I, I didn't. I didn't think it was great, but you. I, I mean, couldn't we, we, stand we have a it. document where we record our uh, our thoughts on each song, and and you could tell as I was reading it, I I became to grow slightly more concerned for for Paxton's mental well being at at every single step because he slowly graduated. Like the first song. He leaves the note, "Ite," you know. And it was it was "Ite." It, 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 it was "Ite," and then by the third to last song, he's just writing, "Holy shit, make it stop!" 
and it was it was concerning. I, I wanted to give you a phone call and ask if you were ask if you were okay. <laughs> because reading this out, it was it felt like I was reading like the Unabomber manifesto. Oh, I, I you know I, knew uh, I frankly I could have used a wellness check. Um, but frankly, uh thankfully I thankfully, you know, albums are temporary. White wine for Al Green, forever. furniture polish for Meriwether Post Pavilion, I believe is the uh, the proper. Yeah, part. and I I think I think like a uh, like just Kahlua straight from the bottle for the Smiths. I was good. Like, what's the most British thing? They get? like an an iron brew, like a London fog, but a with London fog with vodka in it. Yeah, with vodka in it. It's got to be gin, right? It's British or Johnny Walker Ooh. Blue. Johnny. I'll have a scotch and iron brew, please. Um, Christ. Uh, this was yeah. good, I thought. Like, it wasn't great. I gave it a 7 out of 10, uh, which I think is fair. You yeah. gave it a 4 out of 10. I couldn't stand it. It is the second worst album we've listened to, in my opinion. It's it's right ahead of... It's just barely yeah. ahead of In the Airplane Over the Sea, simply because this album, you know... Uh, you know, they talk about intangibles uh, a lot. And oh, my God. The intangible that this album has is it doesn't mention wanting to fuck Anne Frank. Yeah, that so, is it's always the secret ingredient that will always is, have you. Is, is, not, is not creeping me out. No, see, I, I think even even just musically, I feel like this is a better out. Like, it's it's the second worst album we've listened to, but it is still lapped in the airplane over the sea two or three times. Like, it's not especially close. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, in the flowers. Solid. Good opener. It's okay. My girls. Greatest song of yes. the year. We gave it a seven out of we're ten. Not, we were not enthused. The fine folks over at Pitchfork. Like, I mean, what? We, this is what our fourth episode, and I. I think so. I feel like we've we keep clashing with the critics, which leaves me to question: Are the critics wrong, or are we? Uh, and of course, the critics are wrong. No, it's probably us. Yeah. Um. Yeah, probably. We then get to also frightened. Also frightened is is not good, um, at all. Um, and then we hit the golden age of this album. We <laughs> we enter. We enter them with the strong zone. Summertime clothes is good. This is a hill I won't die on it because frankly I I don't care all that much. But you know, I'll stand on it. Yeah, you'll. It's good. You'll, you'll leave a footprint or two. Um, daily routine, not good. Um, good, pretty good. It's good get, for like the first eighty percent, and then it sort of spins then, out. Then we get to bluish. Uh, the best song on the album. It's okay. Um, I, I, <laughs> Alex and I are just we're just at loggerheads. It's never gonna. This we may come to blows over this. Absolutely. I thought like the chorus in Bluish is about as good as it gets on this album. Yeah, but that's you know that's like saying, well, this is the best uh, you know Mexican restaurant in in Camden, New Jersey. Well, you know, frankly, <laughs> frankly, my standards weren't that high. It's just a it's just it's just a Taco Bell it's just a Taco Bell off the turnpike. Like I don't know. It's not even an independent building. It it's the one attached <laughs> to the KFC. <laughs> You'd have to go another fifty it's kilometers like, to get to the cuticle. You guys, we're frankly we're in a bit of a rush. Not, I don't know if you guys were like, you know, I don't know if you guys uh, 
are redditors uh but it was just not. so yes of course <laughs> <laughs> not like this i had to make it like extra cringy but no there was a post where it's like the oldest uh chinese takeout restaurant is in butte montana uh oh and it's like well i'm sure it's the oldest but i'm also sure it's it's terrible it's because it's be good because it's in butte montana in the same way like that, i'm sure this course is all right but it's it's also on this album and and as a result i, I mean, can't give it too much credit previously i had no reason to go to butte montana but now I, I also still have no reason to go to Butte, Montana, but that is that is good to know. Uh, guys, eyes. I gave an eight. You gave a five. You you've sort of devolved here into. Uh, <laughs> I started to careless up, criticism. I just I started to come apart at the seams. You <laughs> just. I I feel like you needed to take like some Excedrin PM before writing your reviews, just to. I could have used an Ambien. Uh, <laughs> Just so I wouldn't have to remember this album, uh, and haunted uh, by the specter of perhaps Meriwether Post Pavilion. The ghost lingers. Um, yeah, the rest of this album. Let's be honest. After Guy's Eyes, I think Alex and I can both agree is terrible. Like yeah. the the last four songs are all really bad. Not not great. Sorry, Baltimore. Uh, also also ending with. Brother Sport, Brother Sport, the closer on this album, um, and oh boy, it's uh, it's sort of. Do you remember the the open original? Open up your, open up your, open up your throat and let time, all of that time, all of that time, all of that time go. I know it sucks that Daddy's done. Try to think of what you want. You've got to open up your, open up your, open up your throat. What? What are they opening up their throat in preparation for? Um, those are the opening links to Brothers. Oh, yeah, I, it's not my you know spoken word that I've been working on on time. I <laughs> do not want to speculate on on what was. I assume I, to have. I, a I'm, gonna go I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, a a Nestle drumstick. <laughs> it's the wagon wheel. It's it nothing. It's nothing quite like it. Um, I see. Do you remember the the original animated Grinch movie? Like not the newfangled, you know, no, 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 no. but like the, yeah. the OG, the the yes. best. Yes, yes, yes. And, yeah. and he's talking about all the who's down in Whoville, and mm-hmm. uh, and all the gifts they're gonna get, including that giant like six person bicycle thing that has a big horn on it. And he's talking about the noise, 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 noise as who's bash on his brain with drumsticks. Yes. That's what Brother Sport was to me. I was up on the top of Who Mountain with my dog, Max, getting ready to prepare a Santa costume out of old felt. Sure. Uh, and, and Brother Sport just came in and, and kicked me right in the head. It was yeah, brutal. I, I would almost commit. Like, do you know, like, are you familiar with like, um, uh, like, like getting your hand like degloved? Oh, yes. Yeah. My. <sighs> That would have been preferable. You know, I, I will say this. If if you uh given like the, the sound, like the sonic quality of this album, right? Really like like the, the way it sounds just to the ears oh, it, the minute you put it on. Meant by son- um, son- the way it sounds. Yes. Um you know, if you've uh you know had a hearing loss that could be attributed to uh, an industrial uh, work environment, you know, maybe you're in a machine shop, uh maybe 
you're in a mine. Uh, I think if, 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 if that's your like personal history, I think you'll love this album. Definitely. You will not be able to tell the difference. You'll think you're, you're back at work. Also, if you feel like this was not your fault and you've, you've been the victim of a, personal injury remember keats and yates at the cemetery gates are uh, are always ready to hear your call uh and they they will fight for you remember they only get paid it does kind of sound like one of those like predatory it does kind of sound like one of those predatory mesothelioma commercials yeah every time i watch american television it's It's like how many people in of course my local fox affiliate is in michigan so i guess everybody in michigan just has mesothelioma from working at the chevy plant uh I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. No, uh, no. Throw the whole state of Michigan. Uh, the whole please keep uh, digging your hole. Shout out like Senator that. Gary Peters, by the way, for winning. Senator a elect, please. He's, he's no, not. He's the incumbent. Is he? Is he the incumbent? Yes, he's already shout a senator. Out, shout out Senator Gary Peters. Gary, Gary Peters uh, won a very close Senate race in Michigan, and he is, uh, per his attack ads I saw while watching football, uh, he's going to save the Great Lakes, and. Uh, and we are all thankful for that. I have nothing more to say about Animal Collective. If we want to keep no. talking about Jake Tapper, the election, and a very good book, <laughs> is it time? I think. I think. Uh, I think we should. I think we we should. So, I think you can go ahead. You I'm wanted sure. to read the dust jacket. Everybody, I'm assuming, listening to this show, uh, was watching CNN as we watched Joe Biden stomp uh, Donald Trump. And of course, the two stars uh, glistening in the sky at <laughs> CNN Studios in. Uh, actually, I don't know where they are. Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks, uh, John. John King operating the map at, at Jig Tapper, absolutely dumpstering Rick Santorum on that that round table every time <laughs> Santorum dared open his mouth. Jake Tapper and Jake Tapper was on Twitter. He was doing everything, but. So new newfound respect for Jake Tapper. I, I, I would also know. like to say that of all the of all the major uh, men in news, uh, nobody has a porn star name quite like Jake Tapper. <laughs> There's it's, a second career. Yes, that's, it's wide open for him because he's all yeah. He's, it's right there, Jake. It's waiting for Jake Tapper. I had never even really considered that, but yeah, well, definitely. Anyways, uh, along with hosting election night specials and uh, regular CNN programming. Jake Tapper also wrote a book called The Hellfire Club, which is about <laughs> 1950s Washington D.C. I'd like to I'd like to read the dust jacket if I may, because this yes. is this is just incredible. Charlie Martyr is an unlikely congressman, thrust into office by his family ties after his predecessor died mysteriously. Charlie is struggling to navigate the dangerous waters of 1950s Washington, D.C., alongside his young wife, Margaret, a zoologist <laughs> with ambitions of her own. Amid the swirl of glamorous... What kind of ambitions does... What kind of, like, nefarious <laughs> ambitions? But but it makes like, it sound like she has, like, a plan. Like, obviously, yeah. zoologists, like everybody else, you know, we all have ambitions. But what kind of ambitions <laughs> does a zoologist have that would interfere with the work of a congressman? Well, I think it's the fact that there's not a lot of zoology going on in Washington. So, Charlie hey, Martin. There is the, there is the, the, national, the national Smithsonian Zoo, Alex. All right. I, I'm sorry, but I'm just imagining, like, Alex, Char- apo- apologize. Apologize. I'd like to apologize, apologize to the national Smithsonian Zoo. Uh, that sounds right. Okay. Uh, anyways, 
I, I like the idea of like Charlie Martyr, you know, you know, picks up his bagged lunch. And he says, All right, honey, I'm off to Capitol Hill. And then she's like, what? It's like Doctor Doolittle. Like she has like a she has yeah. like a she has like a group of bats that like follow I thought, him. I thought we were. I thought she's we were like animals that do her bidding. Giraffes. Like she's got animals that do her bidding. That like. Anyways, amid the swirl of glamorous and powerful political leaders and deal makers, a mysterious <laughs> fatal car accident thrusts again, thrusts twice in this you know two hundred word dust jacket into an underworld of backroom deals, secret societies, and a plot that could change the course of history. When Charlie discovers a conspiracy that reaches the highest levels of governance, shout out the deep state, he has to write <laughs> the fight not only for his principles and his newfound political career, but for his life. Are you, uh, you all right? I think you, uh, you blew out a microphone on that one. Incredible. He used to fight for his life. Um. Yeah, that's uh, that's God riveting. I think. I think you know what? Next time we have dead air. Next time we have dead air, we're just going to flip to a random page of either the Hellfire Club or Ben Shapiro. Uh, you know, political commentator and um, known uh, you know, uh, counter cunnilingus advocate. Um. We're gonna we're gonna flip to a random page of either Jake Tapper's book or or Ben Shapiro's and just read out the terrible literature I that just, either of them provided. I just love the idea. Like I'm just I haven't read either of these books, of course, but I'm just assuming no. that this new newly appointed congressman, like the whole book, is just him getting slapped around by Dwight D. Eisenhower, like every time he sees him. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Like goes to goes to Eisenhower and it's like Eisenhower, can I get support on this this new bill I'm trying to pass? And he's like, shut up, Rook, and locks him in a broom closet up in the in the Capitol. We're going to return to this subject because I do have a question, but yes. um, I'm going to quickly say that the albums for next week. Oh um, yes, we have uh, a uh, for the '60s and '70s. We have uh, the album uh, Exodus by Bob Marley and the Wailers. Okay. Um, for the 80s and 90s, we have uh, an album that you and I both know. Uh, and interestingly, uh, 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 we'll, we'll have a discussion about it next week. We have The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Thank um, God. God. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. God. This is shaping up to be pretty good. <laughs> and, oh, no. My God. Uh, we, we've, uh, we've got an album from the 2000s. <laughs> It's uh, it's a, a post rock space rock opera double album. No, released, it's a double released in two thousand. It's <laughs> it's by a group known as Godspeed, you Black Emperor. No, <laughs> it's called. <laughs> no, and it's called Lift Your Skinny Fists. Lift Your Skinny Fists. No. <laughs> Not like this. Lift your skinny fists like antennas to heaven. So I was so hopeful. Uh, I was like, this is shaping up to be a good week. Bob Marley, no, Lauren no. Hill. I was like, if we get Bob Marley, Lauren Hill, and then we get like an Erica Badu album, we get some J. <laughs> Cole, maybe. We get, you know, uh some yeah, life. Always some, like, some more dreams on radio. You've always wanted to talk about what? Oh, wet, dreams. Oh, wet dreams 
with a Z on uh, I thought, you know, maybe Radio. we're gonna maybe we're finally gonna luck out and this is gonna be the week. <laughs> so no matter how much I, I beg and plead, we will never draw <laughs> greetings from Ashbury Park, New Jersey, but we will draw this at Badility at in the airplane over the sea at Blonde on Blonde, which leads me to believe that there's just a lot more bad music out there than there is good music. I think that's naturally true though. I mean Think about all the people that release bad albums that like nobody listens to anyway. Yeah, like Bob Dylan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or MF Doom. I... But yeah, we've got a, a classic, a reggae classic, a uh, significant R&B hip hop crossover classic. And we've got a post rock, space rock, 87 minute. Uh, Reddit, Reddit's second favorite album. First is, of course, Rumors, because there's nothing Reddit well, or- or, than... or Radiohead Kid A. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe it's yeah. third. Because as we know, Redditors, there's nothing they like more than Radiohead, Pop, and Radiohead. <laughs> yes. But then um, for like people who are like opposed to the idea of pianos being in music, there's this, which uh, I'm just, I'm not excited. I'm not. I, 87 weeks of my life. Um, like, there's so much, Godspeed You, exclamation mark. I I, it, I hate it. I hate it. So, uh, do, do, do you want to do our scenarios for this week? No, actually, you know, because this is a special occasion, I have a question. Okay. Um, if you could, if you had to be stranded on an island with one president uh, oh. from the past, <laughs> okay, who would you pick, and and why? Uh, I think the easy, obvious answer is <laughs> just Barack Obama. The answer uh, is William Howard Taft. <laughs> um, the man weighed uh, a metric ton. A metric he, he, got, ton. he got stuck in the White House bathtub. <laughs> it had to be lifted out by AIDS. Air, air so lifted I out. Could, I could eat him. You know, yeah. you'd, you'd have to resort to cannibalism in this case. And, you know. Oh, we're an island with no food? Well, pres- well pr- or a finite amount. Uh, but you okay. could eat William Howard Taft and there would be, you know. There'd be leftovers for, for sandwiches in the morning. Yeah, but you, think of how much work you'd have to go to to preserve that <laughs> body. Like, you're on an island. You can't throw him in the icebox. <laughs> William Howard Taft is going to go bad quickly. So I think if you only – you're going to need to eat, you know, somebody. And I don't think you want that much fat and waste left over. So who's, like, the leanest president? Also, like – is it how old they were when they were elected? Like, what, are you that... talking about like aging the meat? Like, are you worried no, about no, no, whether no, it's I'm, been cured? No, I'm just saying I don't want like the, the brine, the brine on on Teddy Roosevelt just wouldn't be ideal. I don't want the 60 year rotted husk of John F. Kennedy joining me on an <laughs> island Pacific. No, 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 no. It would be like they would be alive, and right, well, I would pick John F. Kennedy just so he could be alive again. <laughs> Oh, bring yeah. it back jesus christ um I'm, I'm calling marilyn she's she needs to know i think uh i think we've uh, we've reached the end of our rope we've discussed everything in this episode discussed everything we could, we could possibly want to discuss jake tapper some music of course uh, William al, Howard Taft. al green coming to your wedding <laughs> uninvited taft no well, Jake uninvited, Tapper. you know, he's not he's not formally invited, but it's kind of assumed, you know, it's a welcome. Yes, exactly. It's like, it's like if the Pope showed up to your wedding. You're not going to say no. 
Yeah, you're not going to go, well, you didn't tell us if you wanted chicken or fish, so we really just can't. Like, the menu is not this flexible. Yo, Francis, beat it! Christ. Um, yeah, this episode is brought to you by the Vatican. Um, yeah. It's it's not. It's, 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 it isn't. Yeah, do we need to make it clear? Yeah, we, we did not secure Vatican sponsorship for this episode, nor did we get sponsorship from uh, either uh, Keats and Yates Law Firm or the Taco or- Bell... Camden, New Jersey, despite or the or the uh, presidential library of William Howard Taft. <laughs> They're doing anything they can for publicity. We definitely, and I'm confident in this. The only Spirit Live show this week that will mention William Howard Taft. <laughs> I, I think we've cornered a nice section of the market. If, if you're listening and you also are somebody who has a show this week, like like if you're also a uh, a content creator uh, for Spirit Live. And you and you have a show like maybe tomorrow or Thursday, and, and 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 you can find a way to work William Howard Taft into things. Please, let's let's get the trend start. Invite us out of the show. We're we're it, we're guns for hire when it comes. We to- will we will gladly discuss uh, the terrible presidency of William Howard Taft. Whoa, whoa, hey, I said it. Wow. Okay. Well. All right. Um. Yeah. yeah. No. We, we'd like to dedicate this episode to. Uh, do we want to dedicate this episode to anybody? Uh. This episode worthy of a dedication. Yeah, sure. Who who do you want to dedicate it to? John King. John, John King. King. John King. Jake Tapper John King is going to go home and um he's he's going to he's going to like put salt on his on his food and then he is going to drop dead of a heart attack. The man has been worked. Shout out Congressman Charlie Martyr. Uh, <laughs> and his zoologist wife. We were able to navigate the uh, the rats nest that is 1950s. Dwight D. Eisenhower, Washington. Uh, shout out Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Like genuinely, very, very sad to hear that. Yeah, the yeah. only uh, serious thing we will say all show. Anyways, um, uh, <laughs> thank you very much for listening. If you thanks did, so much. Uh, uh, this has been the space between the notes. With me is Paxton Rodriguez. I yes, am sir. Alex Scott. Have a great evening, everybody. Take care. <laughs>